It's 20 to 6. And on the huddle this evening, Georgina Stiliano, who's the Director of Government Relations Firm BRG, and Nick Mills, the News Talk ZB Wellington host. Kia ora kōrua. Kia ora, thanks for having me. Thanks for being with us this evening, Georgie. I'm going to start with you. We'll start with Auckland Council. Wayne Brown, um, in a typically Wayne Brown-esque <laughs> uh, media announcement this morning as he put forward his final proposal. First of all, what did you make of his decision to run the press conference in the way he did? Yeah, well, was ZB invited, were they, Jack? Or <laughs> were they one of the ones on the list you're approved? <laughs> Look, I think... I think people are getting a little bit fed up of, of, of Wayne Brown and especially his treatment of the media. It sort of makes you feel like, OK, you know what, do your own comms. We won't talk to the public on your behalf. So not not a good way to go. But I actually think a lot of what he's saying, particularly the sale of the airport, I kind of think it makes a lot of sense. It's an asset that Auckland has no control over. There's some serious infrastructure issues, especially on the back of the flooding earlier in this year, and something's got to give. So I do think that the way he's put a plan together that keeps rates in line with inflation, Mm. well, you guys are doing better than us Wellingtonians are doing. Mm. Nick? Oh, hang on a second. Uh, Nick, we got you there. Are you there? Yeah, we got you. I'm a huge huge Wade and Brown fan. I think what he's doing, I mean, not you know, I, I'm not a fan of his personally, but the whole decision making that he's doing. I mean, you've only got one time you can sell that 18. percent You've only and it's and you know in 10 years' time that'll that's going to be a horrible decision if it's made right now. A horrible decision because you can't buy it back and land is land, you know, and it's Auckland Airport. It's just a ridiculous decision. Borrow on it. I don't care what the interest rates are. I don't care. Borrow on it. But don't sell a major asset like that. And as far as how he conducts himself, he's got a job to do. He's been voted in to actually save some money and get them out of the problem they've got. We've got to stop. Auckland people are crazy not to support him. Mm. Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? Because, I mean, the, 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 happening in the background of all of this is, is a massive redevelopment process at Auckland Airport. They're, they're proposing, I think, a $4 billion redevelopment, a whole new domestic terminal. So the domestic terminal is actually going to be attached to the international terminal. They're going to be preparing for much greater capacity in the future. How much do you think Aucklanders should be thinking about that and what the airport might look like in 10 years when they decide whether or not to support these proposals, Nick? No, I think that they should be. I think you just sold it to me. You just sold it. Oh, I mean, geez. they are they are doing all this development. Don't I be convinced what I'm Q- saying by what I'm saying, Nick. Goodness I, me! I saw it on Q and A. I saw her. I saw her on Q and A. Yeah. You know, the other last week, and she just inspired me. That's getting. I mean, why would you sell mm. something so damn valuable to your city? I just can't. It's 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 just nuts. Borrow on it. Use it as an asset to borrow on. I know that doesn't make business sense today. But in 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, it's just nuts to sell it. All right. I'm going to be back with the huddle in a couple of minutes. I want to ask you about Mike Pence, whether or not he can give Donald Trump a run for his money when it comes to the Republican nomination. Of course, all the Republican, um, potential Republican nominees throwing their hat in the, uh, or their names in the hat as they look to the Iowa caucuses and the real um, start of that campaign for the election race going into November of next year. Back with Jack Tame and the huddle, Nick Mills and Georgie Stiliano. Georgie, now I will uh, start with you. Mike Pence, do you reckon he's got any shot at winning the Republican nomination over Donald Trump? 
No, I think he's the latest to join the sort of anyone but Trump movement that's going on inside the Republican Party. But no, I mean, given how he's he's polling, it's it's depressing. But I don't think he's going to give Trump a real a real contest. But I do think there is a bit of a come to Jesus moment that needs to happen inside that party in terms of the knock on effects from the Capitol riots and and how they want to position themselves and. You've got to remember, this guy was Trump's vice president. So whether he's changed his tune, he's started distancing himself now, but it's all a little bit too cosy, isn't it? Oh, well, it's funny, isn't it? Because, you know, from a policy perspective, he will claim Trump's victories from, from those four years. But like you say, he, he is trying to distance himself, and January 6th was particularly ugly. Obviously, he and Trump fell out over January 6th and haven't been too close in the last couple of years. So it's a very fine line that Mike Pence is trying to tread. And although he might be popular with evangelicals, Nick, I'm not sure that he's got what it takes to win the nomination. Jack, you know what really scares me? What really, really scares me is that you, and you've lived in America, it's a great nation. One of the world's great nations, right? And the two top people that are going to fight it out is Donald Trump and Joe Biden. I mean, you know, any sensible person would think that we're having a laugh. We thought it was comedy hour. Really, wouldn't you? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, I suppose it's the, it's the nature of the system, though, isn't it, Nick? Well, it just shows you. It's just—it's not even believable, really, is it? Both of them are still alive. That's what's going to happen. Yeah. Georgina, the number of people uh, charged and convicted over the last three governments have been expertly crunched by the Herald's data team. And maybe a bit of surprising result for a few people. It shows that Helen Clark's government was supposedly the hardest on crime. What did you make of that analysis? I actually thought it was a really interesting perspective and quite a refreshing one to see, but it doesn't really hit. It's often just a a way of we see improved reporting, which is a good thing. And that sort of seems to roll on and roll on. So, but, you know, this whole soft on crime, it is purely political rhetoric. No party in parliament is soft on crime. It's just a fact. And I think there's there's a debate between whether you put more resources and funding into prevention, which, mm. you know, globally seems pretty common sense. But And I think that that's a debate that's obviously been fought between the two major parties. But I wasn't actually surprised. And, and, and obviously we were in a time that was significantly different socially and economically yeah. um, to this is pre-GFC, pre-massive natural disasters, pandemics, runaway inflation, cost of living. So I, I just think it's sort of an, an apples to oranges type of analysis. But I did appreciate seeing the longevity of the stats and the way that it was presented. Yeah, it was, I thought it was, interesting. it was, I mean, God, like good journalism is just so good these days. And to actually have experts <laughs> who can break it down and present it in a way like this where you can really understand it and see the differences between different governments over time. What did you think of it, Nick? Well, firstly, I, I would like to argue with Georgina. I think this government is soft on crime and 20% less people incarcerated and 30% more crime being committed. There's a, a fact that's been rippling through for the last 12 months. So, I mean, we could argue for an hour and a half on that. But the stat that really got me on this story, Jack, was mm. that, you know, there's half the amount of people charged with a crime in New Zealand now, this year, than there was 42 years ago. Mm. And with 2 million more people in New Zealand, and we know about the high gang rates, and we know about the 501s, we know about that, and yet, there's half the people charged with a crime in New Zealand. Mm. 
since the 1981. The biggest drop was under John Key in the last national government. Yeah. So I think I agree with you in terms of that, that black and white view that the the stats you've just you've just cited, but I don't think it's a, a government to government problem. I think it's more of a holistic societal one. Yeah. Hey, very you know quickly. What it really showed, Jack. You know what it really showed? It showed how damn a good, and I'm not not politically minded anyway. How good a damn good uh, uh, Prime Minister Helen Clark was. Doesn't yeah. uh, very quickly before we let you go, just a yay or a nay. One you talked about today, Nick. Should Wellington City Councilors still be getting free car parks when they're trying to remove parks for everyone else, Nick? Well, we, we know it's hypocritical, but they should. I mean, they need to have a position where they can get in and get out of a very, very busy terrace. So, yes. They can just take the bus. Oh, wait. Yeah. I hate buses. We don't get buses. No, I know. I know. That's what I'm I'm saying. Georgina? I'd much rather them fix the pipes and get the buses to show up. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough, too. Thanks so much for your time, guys. Our huddle this evening. Newstalk ZB's Nick Mills and Georgina Stiliano. For more from Heather Duplessy Allen Drive, listen live to Newstalk ZB from 4 p.m. weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio. If you enjoyed this podcast, you will love our New Zealand Herald podcast, The Little Things, hosted by me, Francesca Rudkin, and my good friend, Louise Airy. We focus on all the little things that you can do to make a positive impact on your life and to cut through the confusion from the health and wellness industry. Join us every Saturday to hear from the experts for all the tips and advice you need. Just search The Little Things on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.